Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, the Biden barrel. Number two, Congress is running out of time on a big government funding bill. And number three, election reform is getting more serious. Let's get into it. Welcome to February. And nothing will ever compare to the internal firing squad that was the Donald Trump administration. Lots of reporters made their bones off of the uh, who was up and who was down every single day in the in the Trump era. Um, but as Joe Biden's numbers have swooned, as his national, national standing has kind of taken a hit, top administration officials from Vice President Kamala Harris on down have all had their turn being made the scapegoat for Biden's political problems, at least in part. Today, the front page of the Washington Post has Javier Becerra as the target. The White House has frustrated the Post reports with Becerra and senior aides have, quote, openly mused about who might be better in the job. Imagine waking up to that. Javi Becerra is a former member of the House Democratic leadership and the former attorney general of California. Uh, he's familiar with internal leadership drama. He le- he served in the Nancy Pelosi spe- uh, uh, leadership back in 2009, 2010, before he became attorney general of California. Um, he's been getting hit for months. He's been a... Um, uh, kind of in the background when it came to COVID, taking a backseat to people like Rochelle Belinsky and and um, Tony Fauci and some of the other health, administ- health, health officials. But think of it this way. A lot of administration officials have taken their turn taking flack of, le- of late. Uh, Jamie Harrison, the chair of the DNC, uh, NBC reported that he might leave his job early because of tensions with the White House. Ron Klain had a week last week, man. He had stories in the Washington Post and Politico basically suggesting that he uh, was responsible, at least in part, for some of Biden's problems. Rochelle Walensky has been bashed a bunch uh, in the Washington uh, in the on the front page of The New York Times and in Politico. Axios reported on on Catherine Ty warring with Jake Sullivan. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris has spent months under fire uh, with people even suggesting Biden may not want her on the ticket in 2024. AP wrote she was struggling to define herself one year into the administration. There were reports of dysfunction in Harris's office. There was a staff shakeup. We all know about what Kamala Harris's travails have been. You know, listen, much of this is typical for a White House, um, to be honest with you. Uh, There is... uh, inherent drama in an administration when a president's doing poorly. Uh, Very few people talk about it when a president's doing well. But if you're working in the upper levels of the Biden administration, you have to ask yourself this morning, are you next? Number two, funding battles. Can Congress get a spending deal? So we're now in February, which means the government runs out of money this month, not next month, whatever, this month. Um, So 17 days until the government funding expires, and we think it's quite difficult to understand and to see how Congress can craft a year-long spending package before the February 18th deadline. Something dramatic would have to happen in the next couple of days. Something dramatic in the negotiations would have to happen. The two sides have not come to an agreement on a top-line number for overall spending. Republicans are suggesting that any increase in domestic spending must be met by an increase in uh, 
defense spending, what they call parity. This is a big issue for Republicans. Don't expect them to give up on it. There are also a number of policy disagreements, so-called riders that the two sides need to hash out. You know, sources close to the talk tell us that they could come to an agreement on the top line spending figure this week. But if they can't, they need a stopgap. Stopgaps are bad for the military, uh, according to every military official. Um, and uh, but there's just a lot of work to do. The four corners, the chair and, and ranking members of the um, appropriations committees, the spending committees are going to meet today. Uh, also on the back burner here is a um, uh, is the. COVID, a COVID rescue bill, a COVID funding bill. Rosa DeLauro, the chair of the Appropriations Committee, has asked the White House to hold off on a uh, COVID package until she gets the omnibus wrapped up. Uh, so that that will go on the back burner for now. But it's, diff- again, difficult to see February 18th happening. Uh, Chuck Schumer is, making, is meeting with Democratic appropriators this morning, so we'll have to see what happens there. But again, we don't expect a government shutdown. What we do expect is just a, um, it could be a stopgap before February 18th, maybe for a month or two while they kind of uh, uh, work out some of the issues. Number three, election reform. The Senate's bipartisan election reform group is going to meet with Amy Klobuchar, the chair of the Rules Committee. This is important because this election reform group is uh, trying to put together an agreement on several elements of election reform, including the Electoral Count Act of 1887. This has all come out of the ashes of the um, of the election reform effort that Democrats failed on right before right before this last recess. This group is being led by Susan Collins. It includes Joe Manchin. It includes a bunch of senators. From both parties, they have now split up the work into subgroups. The subgroups are elector, the Electoral Count Act, protecting election workers, voting practices, the Electoral Assistance Commission, and presidential transitions and contingent elections. So uh, this basically what we see here is is actual work on getting an election reform package done. Now there needs to be leadership buy-in. There also needs to be um, you know enough votes, more than sixty votes, to get this through. But you should take this seriously. It, it does seem like this effort is mirroring the infrastructure package, the infrastructure law, and that was a successful bipartisan effort, the most successful bipartisan effort of this Congress. So we'll keep you updated on this. The White House is broadly supportive of this effort. Uh, and Joe Biden, I would say this. Absent this big package the Democrats have tried to get through, this is the best option for election reform for this this um, this Congress. Uh Period. They're not going to get a big election reform bill done. That much is clear. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema have made that abundantly clear. We'll have to see how the leadership handles this in the coming days. And with that, leave us some rating and review. Smash that subscribe button. And you can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a wonderful day and stay safe. <laughs>